Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about mixing a little Metamucil in your peppers? Well, then you must be thinking of another podcast. Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I'm perplexed. Why? I have a question for you. Okay. Is pico de gallo a salad? No. Are you sure? Yes. (laughs) Why? Because there's no lettuce. But potato salad is a salad, right? I mean, I think it's called that. That's like saying fruit salad is a salad, but I don't consider it as such. Is it not? Tuna salad? No. Are these think, things not salads? I think I think they're kind of like a, a misnomer for just like a bunch of stuff laid together. Like pico de gallo. Is tuna <laughs> salad a salad? What about that like Waldorf salad that white people serve up at the barbecue where it's just like marshmallows and pecans? It says that it's regularly served lettuce. I've seen tuna salad, like, plop down on lettuce. Salad definition. Define salad. It is... You ready? Okay. Okay, yeah. So, it is a cold dish of various mixtures of raw or uncooked vegetables, usually seasoned in oil, vinegar, or another dressing. So, then, yes. So, pico de gallo is a salad. Well, it's the nastiest salad there is. (laughs) I hate pico de gallo. It's so I gross. I love pico de gallo. How are you, Ew. Texan? It's so gross. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Pico has a special spot in my heart. I don't know. Like, it was always... It was the first thing I ever learned how to prepare. Like, as a kid, my uncle taught me how to, like, chop tomatoes and onions and cilantro and stuff to make pico mm. de gallo. So maybe it's just, like, a positive memory for me. But I, f- I love pico. Like, I would here, sit and I eat. I think I need to have it from maybe... A, maybe you need to make me some. I've been good, Pico. Okay. That's how I will try it again. I will only have it again when it's yours. Okay. I'll make you Pico de Gallo whenever you come over to my house for a nice fire pit barbecue. Okay. Sounds great. But that's cute. You were like taught how to make Pico de Gallo. Yeah. That's so cute. (laughs) Just like, all right, come here. It's time to learn to make the Pico. I, I was like five years old and my uncle was babysitting me and <clears throat> he was a chef. So he oh, like, that's, yeah, that's he cool. knew how to make stuff, you know? And so I was just like, what do you, what do you make it in there? And he's like, I'm making Pico. I'll come show you how to chop the vegetables. I think that's why Taylor doesn't like it because it's got cilantro. Cilantro is such a divisive thing. I, I think I, I like cilantro. I love cilantro. I don't. So there's like a thing where cilantro tastes like soap to some people. And I yes. don't know if I have that gene or not because I like the taste of soap. And I also like the taste <laughs> of cilantro. So, <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, you know what? Here's, here's, here's what I can say. Okay. 
I mean, like, I think about Pico, and my mind instantly goes to, ew, uh, yuck, gross, right? Okay. Because I didn't like it when I was younger, right? Do you know what else I didn't like when I was younger that I eat today? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, onions. Well. Like, I, I didn't eat tomatoes or onions when I was younger. That's Pico right I, there. I eat I eat both of those now, so. I think you should revisit Pico as an adult. I might need to. It's, you know, they say your taste buds change every seven years. So Yeah, why do they say that? That's like a thing. I don't know, but there's things that I have truly not enjoyed, and now I'm like, that tastes pretty fucking bomb. Yeah, I used to hate tomatoes as a kid, actually. Yeah, they're I, But I loved gross. Pico for some reason. But, but tomatoes now? Oh, I, I could just eat a tomato by itself. It's so good. Ugh, like an apple? Oh, so good. Well, no, but like, if you were to slice it, and just give me like a slice. I could probably just eat that. Okay. It'd be good. Yeah. So like an apple, just slice. Yeah. <laughs> God, it's not bad. And onion. So onions have layers, but no. <laughs> like ogres. <clears throat> um. So, Bobo claimed that that is how you like lived a long life. Onions, right? What? And he would eat an onion like an apple. Oh, what? No fucking joke. That oh man God. would just go get one from the fridge and just, and just That's... go to town on an onion. Oh my God. Okay. I... And he was the healthiest dude alive. So well, I'm just saying. Well, there's your secret. Put a little bit of Metamucil in your Dr. Pepper and a whole lot of onion in your mouth. Yeah. So I've always been like, I, I guess, I guess one day I'm going to have to get there where I can do this. <laughs> Bobo told me. So. All right. Well, that's how you stay healthy. Yeah. That's. See, look, you learn something new every day. You sure do. That's like the whole is like a hot dog, a sandwich. I hate that debate so much. (laughs) Like they brought it up at work in my work team because every week we have like a question we talk about. And that was the question like a year Mm -hmm. ago. And we're still talking about it. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, that's like one of those things. That's why I like this clear definition. It just says it's vegetables laid out. So, well, so see, that, like, brings up the whole tuna thing. Because it says it is sometimes accompanied by meat, fish, or other ingredients. But so the is main ceviche base... a salad? What? Is ceviche a salad? That fucking is, man. It's like raw fish, and you chop it up, and you mix it up with vegetables and lime juice. It's like, it's almost like poke. Is poke a salad? You're saying a lot of words I don't eat, man. <laughs> Ceviche. Here we go. Okay. By this definition, I would call ceviche a salad. Like, I wish you could just, like, there was, like, a place, right? Some kind of website. You go in. (laughs) Is it salad.com? That, or it's just like, all right, here's food. You say what the food is, and then it tells you just what it is. Okay. Is it just a meat? Is it a salad? Is it a sandwich? Just, just, like, say what it is. There's a hot debate on the internet when you just google is it salad there's like a whole buzzfeed article on it the wikipedia definition is see what makes a salad a salad exactly okay so this is a question on everybody's mind not just me yeah so uh guys chime in all right you know what we were talking about him in the pre-ramble i gotta bring this one up okay you brought up food debates here's the big one for me and old big beef stew okay this has been ongoing for like three years and if wow. I ever get a chance, I take a dig at him for it. Nonstop. <laughs> <All right. clears throat> Kelsey. Robert. 
does chili have beans in it? See, here's the thing. <laughs> I know that per Texas rules, chili should just be meat. Mm-hmm. But to me, I feel like a chili is like... Is made by the beans, man. It's all about the beans. <laughs> yeah. So it's still such a big thing because he goes, nope, as soon as you add beans, it becomes soup. No. Because yeah. soup is not that thick. Chili is thick. Doesn't matter. Once you add the beans, it is no longer chili. It is soup. I'm going to serve. I'm going to serve stew one big bowl of chili with a single bean in it. And I'm going to test him and ask him what the fuck it is. Oh, my God. Uh, uh, like, he even, like, brought up, he goes, cite it. Like, he pulled up, like, a manual. He's like, per the, like, regulatory chili oh guidelines God. thing. He's like, paragraph four, section A, no beans. <laughs> okay. And when you go to, like, the official, like, chili, like, the official chili organization, they say, no beans. Yeah. And I said, well, guess what? Mine's got beans. <laughs> <laughs> And we still, like, when I got hired back at this job, right? Yeah. The Monday that I started, Stu came in the office and I took a dig at him about ch- chili and beans. Right. I mean, it's it's a hotly debated topic. Well, it should have beans in it. It should have beans in it. That's all I'm saying. And now, as a born-again vegetarian, it should have just beans. <laughs> Fight me, Stu. Other than your uh, Pico wonderings. What else has been going on? Um, well, I mentioned it very briefly. I built my fire pit this week. Yeah. It was amazing, and it still is. Uh, I'm super thrilled and excited about it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's making me very, very happy. Okay. So we built it, like we went and bought, I was going to say the ingredients, the ingredients for the fire pit. Um, I mean, that still works. It's essentially the same. That's the word I'm going for, the the components for the pit. We bought everything on um, Saturday, and then... By the time we got everything like out of the truck, it was so heavy. It took us forever to buy everything just because we we didn't know exactly what we needed. So it was a lot of shopping and measuring and math. And we were kind of exhausted and done by the time we got home. And the sun was just about to set anyway. So Mm -hmm. I just like spray painted the first layer bricks and uh, set them out to dry. And the next day we actually like assembled everything, which took a very long time. But it was it, it wasn't difficult. It was just just laborious yeah laborious and also meticulous because you had to like level every single brick and making sure the area was clear of stuff it was just it was a lot but it was fun and um by the end of it like we just sat down like in these deck chairs that i painted just right by the fire pit and like put our feet up and it was like this is actually the happiest I have been since I ate that gingerbread French toast. Like just Aww. sitting there with this beautiful thing that I have built such a sense of self-satisfaction, like next to my husband on our anniversary. I was just like, this is the fucking best. I'm so happy we built this together. We did a good job. It just made me very, very happy. I love that. Well, good. Happy, happy moment, Kelsey. Happy, happy moment. <laughs> I love that. Well, I haven't had a lot to be happy about lately, man. Oh, why not? I'm 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 gonna have to crack this real quick to right. to tell you about my anger. Uh oh. Let's let's pop it open. I sprayed my yeah. screen. Okay. 
so <clears throat> fucking James Bond is delayed again. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I was oh. like, but why? But I'm so why? sorry. But why? But why? But why? Why is there reasons? I understand they wanted to have people go to the theater. I understand, right? Yeah. But do you really think by pushing it to October of 2021, October? it's going to be okay? Oh my God. Yeah, they did the same thing again where they were like, oh yeah, it's April, <laughs> end of the year again. Yeah, so like the year shot again. God. So it was supposed to come out April 2020, and then they pushed it to October 2020, and then to April 2021, and now to October 2021? Yeah. That's so much of a delay. Like, I don't... For a, for, for a movie that has been done, it's doing yes. nothing but sitting on the shelf. Like, just release it on streaming like every other movie company has been doing. Yeah, I've given in that that's how I'm going to see movies for a while, so yeah. I'm ready to wear my tux at home. It's fine. It's fine. God, that's that's frustrating, honestly. I can't I'm I'm not surprised to see them delay it just because they I know they want the big pomp and circumstance about it. But, yeah. But like But just do it, guys. Yeah, just do the world needs it and wants it. We just the world need it. Needs James okay? Bond. Like, I gotta know what happens. Because this is his last one. And then I'm sitting there thinking about it like this is his last James Bond, right? Yeah. To us, he's still James Bond because we haven't seen his ending. He, yes. in, in like his own mind, hasn't been James Bond for like two years, probably. You know, that's insane. He's like so he's long. like moved on in his life, and we're hung up. Right. You know? Like he's on the Kentucky Fried Lawyer town, and we're I'm just ready still... for the closure, Kelsey. <laughs> Man, <clears throat> God, I like, choked on my Metamucil pepper. <laughs> <clears throat> But yeah, so I read that, I don't know, yesterday? No, I read that today. Yep, I read that this morning. That's sad. I'm so sorry. Anger. Well, in uh, in bright pandemic news, so I was talking last episode about how uh, they have the vaccine interest portals that are going around, you know? Yes. I got on the one for our county and got an email back saying that I am number 41,000 in line. So it sounds like it's far away, but they keep sending like update emails saying like now calling vaccines for patients one through 10,000. So it's, it's closer than it seems. Um, If they keep going at this clip, I should be vaccinated by spring, hopefully. You know, I think we just need to go ahead and just let it be known that the star of the show is Big Beef Stew today. Oh, because uh, he has gotten his vaccine. Well, yeah, Stew. So, uh, I mean, I guess we're just going to talk about him the whole show. I'm so glad Big Beef Stew is back in the picture. I have missed him. I've missed your <laughs> updates on him. <laughs> um, yeah, he had to leave work early the other uh, the other day to go get it. Um, and I was like, yeah, you should keep me up to date on, like, what goes on with all that, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, we've heard about people that have it, but we don't know anybody, like, face-to-face that we can talk to, you know? Right. So, uh, he went in to get it. He said, you know, it's just like a flu shot. It didn't really, like, like his arm didn't get sore. None of that Good. stuff. But I've heard that happens on round two. Yeah, I've heard round two is worse, but I mean, And he's supposed to be... go back in February sometime. So, okay. Um, yeah. So when he's done, I'm going to get, like, a full, like, hands-on, like, you have done this. 
Well, you know people that have gotten it because we know some frontline people, right? Right. Yeah. So I haven't been able to like talk to them face to face about it, but um, yeah, I've heard, you know, they, they got the shots okay. and it was no big deal. So. Plus I'm a little more curious for Stu because he, he is on the older scale, you know? Yeah. So that, that's probably why he got in line for it, right? Due to his yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm curious to see the difference between, you know, someone like our age that gets it versus someone his age that gets it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've been all over him about it and he's like, it, it was easy. So I'm going to keep following up with him and I really need to get on the thing and sign up as well. So yeah, you should make sure you get your name out there. So yeah, I got to do that. We, we will repost those links again, just in case. You guys have lost them. I didn't post it last time because I only have the one for our for county. Our county? Okay. Yeah. Uh, my best advice is just to Google it. Like, I can't. <laughs> I don't know if there's, like, a national vaccine portal. Because I couldn't find anything via Google. But whenever I just Googled vaccine portal county, COVID it came up for. vaccines near me. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Okay. Well, cool. That's uh, moving a bit faster than I thought. Yeah, same. I thought That's I was awesome. going to be waiting until summer, but yeah. I feel like it's going to be within the next couple of months and well, Goblin cool. and the Creek don't rise. They'll have enough for me to have two doses. So there you go. That's my big fear is that we're going to get the first dose and that they're not going to have enough for the second dose. But yeah, that's just me being irrational. This is I our mean... first episode that we're recording <laughs> under the Biden administration. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> OK, so uh, I did turn that on in the background behind me while I was working on the 20th. Yeah. Um, see, we are recording this one later than normal. Yeah. Just shit's been happening the world over, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but I think it was a good thing because there's this was a busy week. It really was. There was a lot this week. So that, much. That like we wouldn't have been able to report on for like another week past then, you know. Yeah. So uh, I had it turned on in the back because I had said in the last one how, you know, supposedly there was this big, like, let's storm all the capitals, you know? Yes. I was looking up news sources, like, everywhere, every hour. Nothing really happened from what I saw. Yeah, I didn't see any, It's just like, kind of normal. Yes, there was no rioting. There, I mean, without their stupid fucking leader being able to tweet out instructions or whatever, like, he's blocked on every platform now, which is amazing. He's just been silent. It's so... It's so nice. Did you see the thing I put in the uh, Discord today about Kamala's uh, outfit that she wore? No. At the inauguration? Oh, (laughs) yeah. She looks like Lisa Simpson. I hope so much that she was like, I'm doing this on purpose. (laughs) Because if not, well, then, you know, the Simpsons really are just time travelers and stuff. I fucking love Kamala so much. Just like watching her get sworn in. I didn't expect to cry, but I absolutely did. (laughs) I didn't get to see any of that because I was training and I kind of like forgot. I was like, oh man, I'm coming in late. And they were already doing the like, uh, the like traditions after the fact or something. Did you see, um, Lady Gaga and JLo, all that? No, I haven't seen any of that yet. Or Garth Brooks doing his thing. Oh my God, Garth Brooks. Okay, so Lady Gaga and J-Lo, they, you know, came in and they did like fist bumps and elbow bumps and stuff. Like they may have shaken a couple of hands on their ways out. And then fucking Garth Brooks, he finishes, he sang Amazing Grace. It was a beautiful rendition. Okay. And uh, 
like I was just singing along in my in my house in bed yeah. and uh, like before the last verse he was like everybody sing along together everybody at home sing along America sing together and I was like that's actually kind of beautiful <laughs> and then his performance ends and as he's like going back off he just hugs everybody <laughs> just like fully <laughs> breaking COVID protocol just like openly unmasked oh hugging the Obamas and hugging the Clintons I'm like what are you doing guys did they like recoil <laughs> Uh, they they looked like they were all a little bit taken by surprise, but he was just like so overcome with emotion and excitement. I think he was Aww, just like, cute, "This is man. my only chance to hug all of these presidents. I'm gonna that's do funny. it. I'm just gonna do it." <laughs> I mean, he could have put on a mask at least. He could have put on a mask at least, yeah. But um, but hey, he. I mean, I'm sure everybody who was there had to have a COVID test anyway, so I'm. It's probably safe. <laughs> But it was just funny to see in the age of COVID, everyone being so careful. And Garth Brooks is just like, y'all, we got a hug. <laughs> oh, man, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> but no. So I was watching that. Oh, I saw another TikTok. Somebody was uh, yelling about how there was no flag at the inauguration. They were like, did you notice there was no United States flag there? There were so many flags. Did you not... <laughs> Yeah, so I'm sitting there like, you know, when I turned it on, they were doing a tradition where apparently the flags that are flown when they're sworn in are then wrapped up like in the little triangle shape and then Uh presented to them so they can keep it forever. The flag that flew the day you became the president. Wow, that's cool. And I'm like, so what were those two flags in? Did I, (laughs) were those other things I didn't realize, you know? Yeah. Like people are just trying to spout some stuff for nothing. There was also, um, they put a flag on the lawn for every American who has died of COVID, and it was just a sea Good of flags. God. Wow. There was so fucking many flags, man. Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the world is moving on. It is moving on. And I know that, like, it's not perfect right now. It's far from it. There's so much work to do. And Biden's not perfect. I mean, it's not going to be sunshine and rainbows from here on out. There's work to be done, and there's still criticism to be had. But, like, it's... It's so much better now than it felt even a few days ago. Yeah. So I'm happy. Good. And you know what else makes me happy? What makes you happy? The movie Soul. We haven't talked about this yet. We both saw it, right? Yes. I watched it uh, Christmas Day. Yeah. I also did, I think, on Christmas. No, on my birthday, actually. So close enough. Um, what What were your thoughts? So I guess I'll go ahead and do a rating. Okay. Um, I think I I think when it ended, me, my mom, and Taylor we all kind of looked at each other and we were like, "That's it's like a good seven. A seven, really that low? Yeah, it's it's okay. Okay. <laughs> like it didn't it didn't hit me like I think they wanted it to. Okay. And I know why Taylor puts it low. It's because they don't. Um, she likes things that like end. Like, okay. tell me all the answers, you know? Yeah. Because this one definitely leaves it up to, like, well, what happens next, you know? Right, yeah. There were things in it. The thing that I like about Pixar is that they take ideas, they take constructs, and then, like, give them, like, a physicality. Uh-huh. And it's always amazing. I yeah. love the idea of the place where souls are born to yes. become what they're going to be, right? It's so cool. And they each have that little badge where they like earn stickers and they have to fill it up before they get to earth. I love that. Now, the thing that I liked the most in the movie was the lost soul thing. 
Oh my god, that was really creepy. That's the thing that like grabbed me the most that I was like, that's brilliant. That yeah. is the best way to interpret that ever in the history of thinking about this. That's the big thing that I took away from this movie is that it has really unique interpretations on what yeah. a soul is. So like a soul is a hotly debated topic, of course, because like do we have souls do animals have souls nobody really knows what the fuck happens when you die before you're born it's yeah. not it's not a concrete thing so to make a movie about it in the first place i thought was really brave but um the thing that like really brought it home for me was just the fact that um when the souls are earning their badges and they have like that final spot to fill in where mm-hmm. they're finding their spark you know it's not about uh I forget who in the movie is saying like it's supposed to be like the thing that you're best at or that you get famous for or it's, that you make money off of. It's the main guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, shit. I can't. I can't remember his name now. But Jamie Fox says it. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie Fox is like, no, mine is music. Music is it. That's the yes. thing. Period. But then and yeah, that like one leader dude's like, that's not what those are. Right. It's not like, it's not the thing that you're famous about or that makes you money. It's like, it's the thing that just kind of ties you to who you are. It makes you feel good. Like the thing you can get lost in. Which that was the other thing that grabbed me. The like, when you're in the zone moments. Yeah. That shit, just that area, that whole landscape of the lost souls and in the zone stuff was the thing I liked about that movie. Yes. That was really like super well done and it just felt yeah so it was really well executed like the just like you said making the concept taking the abstract concept and making it realized and actualized yeah it it was it worked very very well like that's what i like about inside out so much yeah because i mean it's just the idea of all the feelings inside of you but they give it they give it like a realism you know right and how, like, the different things that make up your personality are those different islands in your brain and all that stuff. And it was just, it's just cool, you know? Yeah. It's, it makes an interesting way for people to think about it. Like, especially for children who are watching this, it makes it makes yeah. it much easier, easier to relate to the concept of having a soul or the concept of pre-birth and after death. So before I move on, what is your rating? It's hard to say. I would, it wasn't, it was far from perfect because, I mean... Like I said, there were like open-ended things. There were questions, a couple of plot holes, but um, I think the visuals really sparked joy in me. Like just mm-hmm. the the way this movie was rendered, the lighting, the textures—they're on a different fucking level. I don't know what it is, but this this movie they 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 brought it. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it. I think. I'm wavering between an 8.5 and a 9 because 9 feels too high, but 8.5 feels almost unfair because I I did love this movie a lot, but I won't probably watch it again. Well, like, see, that's my thing. I'm I'm probably never going to watch this movie again. Yeah. Because there's nothing else for me to revisit. Yeah. Like, I thought it was okay. Like, I thought it was good. Really what did it for me, like, in that aspect was the, like, coming to Earth, and then, like, he's in the cat kind of thing. Uh-huh. I I can do without that whole segment of the movie. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't really care for that stuff. It was pretty, it, was, it meandered a lot. Yeah, like, that part, like, I know what they're doing, 
but they make that almost like the focus of the movie is like yeah haha he's in a cat and it's like but that's not the point of the movie right the point the, of the movie was everything else the but scene, the majority of it was that the scene where he's talking to his mother like through uh the soul mm, mm-hmm. in his body and he's still the cat that was really well done for me it was him talking to the barber yeah that was good too i just like that's what i'm saying like there's ideas in this movie that are great yeah but the point of the movie is for me to care about him he's he's the character he's the thing we're supposed to care about and i care about like everything but him are you supposed to care about him more than you care about the soul what was it soul 22 oh 22 i i don't care about 22 at all I don't care about 22 either. <laughs> like the whole thing is she was nothing. Yeah. And that's how she came across the entire movie. Yeah. As nothing. She was pretty flat as far as characters go. I really did like the moment where she catches that like helicopter seed that comes down. I thought yeah. that was, that was cool. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> I think, I think her final spark. I mean, I'll, I'll like talk about the movie, even if it's not my favorite, which I put it in like my Pixar rankings. It's yeah. pretty much like the bottom. Okay. <laughs> I was like, only Cars 2 is pretty much worse than this movie. But Cars 2 is like, that's like actually a bad movie. Soul's not a bad movie in any way. It yeah. just didn't grab me, you know? Right. I thought her spark was just living. That's kind of my takeaway from it. Like she just... Simply the, you know, the fact that experiences can be had. That was the spark for her. Yeah. Small moments of happiness. Yeah. And... I don't care that I didn't get to know what that was, you know? Right. Because, like the guy says, that's not really what matters. It's you that matters when you get there. Yeah. But I am supposed to care about Jamie Foxx's character, right? Yeah. Like, he's what I'm supposed to care about. And I don't know that he's okay by the end. Because his one dream in life means nothing. But what does he replace it with? We don't know. What what does make him happy now? I don't know that he's even happy now. Right. I know the, that he smiles there at the end, but I'm hoping that he just stays a teacher. I think that's what he I needs think, to be. I think that's probably what did it because he realized like that is what he, that's what brings him joy is being able to share music with other people. It's not just yeah. the playing of it. And um, on a, f- for the final note for me, I think is um, when he's talking to that jazz musician and he's like, I'm famous now what? And yeah. she, she has in that anecdote about like how the fish is looking for the ocean and the older fetch is like you're in the ocean he's like this is water i want the ocean it's like no this is it (laughs) it's that idea is better than the reality yeah well not even that it's just like the fact that you could spend your whole life looking and yearning for something and not even realize that it's happening all around you all the time like you, you don't chase happiness you just experience it you know yeah so i'll I liked it enough. Did I almost cry? Yes. <laughs> but, but did you cry? It, no, I didn't. I didn't either. At the end, I was just like, "That's that was cool, but I'm good. Yeah. Like, I can't, I mean, my number one is Monsters, Inc. I could watch it any day of the week. Oh, yeah. I love that movie because it grabs me. It does things, you know? Right. This movie didn't do those things for me. I felt bad, too, because I was like, man, I've been building this up and, like, waiting. I know. And Pixar, for me, used to be, like, Toy Story was good. Uh Uh-huh. 
and it was the best that a movie could be. And then they released their next movie, and it's like, ah, well, this is the best that a movie can be. And every movie that came out was better than the last one. But I guess that also is a hindrance because at some point you're gonna you're gonna hit the peak and you can't be better than the top. You yeah, know? there will be a flop in there somewhere. But I think they always they always pretty much push the boundary of what of of like what the best can be just a bit every time. Still, yeah. I mean, as like, far Toy Story four, <laughs> that's a movie, man. Okay, I, I still haven't movie. seen that. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. <laughs> okay. I, I like that um, that it was available on streaming and that it was free instead of, you know, like, pay 30 bucks or whatever yes, Mulan wanted from us. I thought that was awesome. I did buy Mulan because my mom loves that cartoon. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to buy this for my mom for her fucking birthday. Like, duh, we're going to watch it. Right. And then it sucked. <laughs> and then they're putting out another one that's going to be Mulan $30 two? as well. No. Like, another... Yeah, there's another movie coming to Disney Plus that you have to pay for first. I think that's so stupid. I'm I'm done like <laughs> I I purchased the streaming service. Like I'll buy a movie that I'm going to stream independently, but if I pay for the streaming service, give me the movies for free, please. Yeah. Like that's a monthly fee. I don't I'll, maybe I'll pay like 5 bucks for it, but not not 30. That's too much. Like hang on. I really want to know what it is cuz because I am going to buy it. That's the thing, okay. though. Because I want to see it. Well, while you're looking oh! that up. Oh! Oh! Yeah, what? I got Oh, I got it. Okay. It's called Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Oh, yeah. I've, I've seen previews for this. It looks so good. Kelsey, I've never heard of this fucking movie till like a week ago. Really? I've never seen anything for it. And I saw the poster and was like, that is eye-catching. Yeah. And then I watched the... Uh, trailer and read what it was about and i was like yeah i i, I will drop the money for sure yeah it, it looks one. really really good actually like i'm about that so yeah. oh and it has kelly marie tran in it she plays Rhea. awesome yeah and then aquafina is her dragon ah so like they're like <laughs> so they're doing what they did with moana where they are casting the appropriate people for the characters they're playing that's awesome so Thank you, Disney. now I'm like a little bit more interested, but I also love Aquafina. She's, she's hilarious. Fucking great. I love her. So yeah, that's the one. And I am dropping money on that. March 5th, 2021. All right. For sure. We'll look forward to that review. Oh yeah. It's gonna, I actually didn't like the trailer. Oh, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, this looks okay. But I'm hoping the movie will change me, you know? Yeah. Hopefully. Um, so speaking of streaming, uh, did you hear the news that Netflix has promised a new movie every week in 2021? Oh my God. I know. <laughs> like a new Netflix original movie every that single week. That sounds horrible. I'm excited, but at the same time, like... Because at Christmas time, they release stuff like The Princess Christmas and that weird stuff. The Princess Christmas? Have you not seen those? The Christmas no. movies they make? They make like Lifetime Hallmark movies for Christmas. Yeah. Okay. I've seen the one that has like a, what's his face in it? Kurt Russell where he plays Santa, right? Yeah. That one was good actually. But Vanessa Hudgens has, it's called The Night Before Christmas. And I guess a night travels forward in time. Oh, what? But there's, <laughs> and, and then there's the princess switch and there's like four princess switch movies for Christmas. Oh my God. How many times can they switch? Well, I mean, 
Time is a flat circle. So I no, it's a it's a Jeremy Baramy. <laughs> if those are the like you know type of things we can look forward to, at some point, it might be pretty bad. Yeah, we'll but see. But if they're we'll like, um, did you ever watch? What's the Netflix movie called? What happened to Monday? What happened to Monday? I didn't. I don't think I've heard of that one. Have you ever seen? You see, if they're on that level, talk to me. Okay. <laughs> so real oh, quick about, about what that is. It's a world where you're only allowed one child. Oh, nice. Right? So if you have <laughs> twins, they will kill one. Ooh, so it's like, like the, the giver almost. Yeah. Like there's, there's room for one child. And if you have more than that, the rest, like if you have one, you can never have one again, ever. You've okay. had the one, right? Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure it's, um, yeah, Willem Dafoe, the coolest guy of all time. <laughs> Willem Dafoe has has a septuplet, so he has seven kids. What the fuck? That's so many. Yeah, and the wife dies, and he's like, I don't know what to do, because I have seven of these now, and they're about to come in here and, you know. Slaughter take, all of them? Yeah, yeah, they're going to take six of them, right? Yeah. Well, he escapes with them, because the, the, like... Hospital guys all like, I know a place you can go, and he helps him out because a, a lot of people feel like it's wrong to do it. Wait, hold on, is it called What Happened to Monday because they named the kids after the days of the week? Yes, because oh my God, <laughs> because they're all twins, right? They're all septuplets. They all look the same, right? So to let them all experience what the world is like, Monday gets to go live that life on Monday. And Tuesday so just, like, goes out into the in? world on Tuesday. Yeah. Holy shit. Everybody gets one day. And so when Monday comes home, she has to spill every detail about the day so that Tuesday doesn't fuck it up the next day, you know? So they're all the same gender. Like they accidentally had like women septuplets. Yeah. Wow. And so if, you know, Monday gets a cut on her face, everybody has to cut <laughs> their face that night because it's going to have to heal the same on all of them. You know? I hope that one of them never gets a broken arm. Uh, well, one of them loses a finger, so they all have to cut <gasps> off a finger at some point. Oh. <laughs> right? But I mean, that's what they have to do if they want to go out and experience the world. Otherwise, they okay. have to stay shut in forever, right? All right. Well, 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 one day, Monday doesn't come back home. Like, I she see. doesn't come back, so it's like, well, what happened to Monday? And it's all of them trying to figure it out, and that movie got fucking wild. So is the are the siblings played by the same person? Yes. Okay. That movie started out really boring, really weird, and then when it kicked into high gear, <laughs> it didn't stop the whole okay. way through. That's probably what I'm going to have to watch on my own, because Richard and has it was thing. bomb. <laughs> Richard refuses to watch any show or movie where um, one actor plays oh my God. more than one person. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a thing with him. He refuses. So Eddie Murphy just ruined him for life. Well. Mike Myers ruined him for life. <laughs> I think I think in that instance it's okay. But like it like for, for this instance where uh, Nomi Rapace plays. How do you say that name? Nomi Rapace? I don't know. Nomi? I don't know. Uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo plays seven people like he won't watch it because it's like the there's seven identical twins but they're not though like i don't like i don't think i can sell him on it <laughs> they all have a different personality and they all do different things all the time like i totally mm -hmm. bought that this was seven different people okay i wasn't just like 
How weird do you think that was to just record this scene seven times? Like, I never thought that. I was like, there's seven people there. <laughs> okay. It was really cool. Well, see, it's a French movie, so you know it's fucking weird. Because they mm. make wild movies. The French do know how to make their cinema. I've only seen it once, because it's a hard watch when it gets to the end. Oh, boy. If you say it's a hard watch, then it's a really hard watch. Oh, it got, it, it got there, man. Okay. I can't wait to hear what you thought was happening before you get to the end, because none of us saw what was happening coming. Maybe this will be a Patreon review. There you go. Oh, so I guess there's my thing for you. There's one of them right there. All right. Ooh, ooh, I have an update for you. I do have a happy thing. Ah, what happened? Kind of. Um, so I got the PlayStation 5, right? Yeah. I was browsing the Best Buy deals of the day. Because I always do. I always see what's, you know, got a big sale for the day. Gotta get the Best Buys. I was on there, and Best Buy had quite the Best Buy. What they have? It was a four terabyte hard drive. Whoa. And it was like half price. What? So I got this four terabyte hard drive for like 50 bucks. Shit. I go pick it up. I bring it home. And I was like, I'm going to do what I heard you can do. You can plug this bad boy into your PlayStation 5 and store PlayStation 4 games on it. And it plays them straight from that hard drive, right? Oh, cool. I came home, plugged it in, formatted it. And I started downloading every PlayStation 4 game that I own. That's uh, a lot. Every single one. Okay. <laughs> okay. It downloaded for two full days, 48 oh, hours. My God. It never stopped. That's I a lot. filled it up. Jesus, you filled the whole hard drive? Four terabytes of games, and I didn't even choose all of them. What the fuck? Right? I was like, what does my internet provider think? I just downloaded four terabytes nonstop. My God, you're going to get arrested. I mean, they didn't even slow down my data. It just it just kept chugging along. They're like, this guy's just doing it, I guess. He's, he's going to need more data. So I have four terabytes of PlayStation 4 games just at my fingertips ready to just hit play and play them. That's uh, kind of incredible. It is. And I was like, man, I should have bought a bigger one because then I could have <laughs> literally all of them. I don't but even. I was like, well, four terabytes for fifty bucks, sure. And now I, I even never have to do that. How many games that is? Like, how 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 many is that? It's it's a hundred and sixty nine games. That's so many. <laughs> I know. Now I've played a bunch of them. Well, I've played some of them. I've played one <laughs> percent of them, probably. Oh my god. Yeah, so it's just my backlog stored there for me to just say, okay, start at the A's and just start cranking them out. All right. Maybe we can get some on there uh, that we can play for our streams at some point. Oh, I have so many. I have so many. But then I also wanted to tell you, I know I've like put stuff in places, but I just want to talk about it, man. Okay. So I beat the Miles Morales game. Yeah. I think that's going to be my thing with Miles Morales. I think just when he's the Spider-Man in question, I'm just going to cry. <laughs> okay. I feel like that's just the way it's going to be for me. What happened? Anytime he does anything, I'm just going to cry. Just anytime at all? He goes and peels a banana and you cry? It's just any fucking time. He is the most precious little sunflower ever. I love him. <laughs> so that game, again, gets super fucking real. Not quite Aunt May dying real, you know? Yeah. None of these people can keep a secret, Kelsey. Everybody finds out that he's Spider-Man. Oh, no. He literally lets it slip 
because he gets like super beat up and his mom just like walks in the room while he's in his suit and he's like i'm fucked up and dying mom oh but so his mom knows everybody fucking knows and the ending just it hit me so good are we gonna do spoilers here yeah, I'm fucking going spoilers, man. All right, there's your warning, folks. I fucking boohooed it up, and I can't wait to tell you guys about it. Okay. <clears throat> so, I didn't find this out until I started playing it again, because you have to play it on New Game Plus to get one of the final trophies, and I was like, well, I might as well just get it, you know? Yeah. There's a guy at the beginning of the game, Miles is walking down the street, and he's like, hey, that's a nice mural you're painting on this on this wall, right? Uh-huh. And he's all like, but hey, what about the new Spider-Man? Because the guy's just painting only the, you know, red and blue one. And he goes, hey, what about the new guy? And he's like, oh, the kid? I don't know, man. I mean, like, he's all right. But like, this one? He's like, my guy. You know? (laughs) So he's like, well, maybe leave some space for the kid up there one day. And then he goes about his business. And that line is just kind of throw away and done. Right? Yeah. Well, at the end of the game. So what's going on is... um. The guy in town, he's created a new form of energy that's going to replace, like, nuclear power, so to say. Okay. And when he puts this stuff in the ground and, like, makes it come on, it'll, like, power Manhattan for, like, 5,000 years. And it never Whoa. has to be replaced. That's right? intense. So it sounds great. Well, it gives everybody cancer. Oh, fuck. So, like, all the people that, like, created it have died from cancer and stuff. And so there's a group trying to shut it down right yeah so miles has been like shutting down stuff throughout the whole game and he can like suck the energy from that stuff into his body because he has the electric powers you know Uh uh-huh and it like fills him with so much energy that he has to kind of like explode it out right okay and then like he's fine but it like really like wears him down so you're you've been doing that the whole game and the people that are trying to put an end to that company they're going to, like, kind of, like, poison the energy source so that it'll just blow up that building, thereby destroying the source and the company, and now okay. it's gone. Yeah. Well, the company changed the specs on that energy source, so now when they do it, when they go to poison it, it's going to, like, explode all of Harlem, which is where Miles lives with his family and all of his friends and shit, you know? Oh, God. So he's like, I got to stop them because they're going to kill thousands upon thousands of people, right? Yeah. So he goes to stop it, and his best friend is actually the leader of the group that's trying to destroy it. But she doesn't believe him that, you know, it's going to destroy more than that. Because her brother is the one who created the stuff, and he died from cancer first, trying to put an end to the company. But okay. they, like, quieted his death and stuff. So she's like, I'm going to blow it up, because they don't care about nobody. And she poisons the source. It's starting to tear apart the town. Aw, shit. She's like, uh-oh. I guess I was wrong, and you were right. <laughs> and so he goes in. He sucks it all up. And he's, like, full of all this power. And he's like, you gotta get everybody away. Because, like, his mom and stuff are, are, like, right down the street. He's like, I'll kill everybody when oh, I God. let go of this. Like, you gotta move everybody. And she knows that she's fucked up, so she kind of just, like, uses her tech stuff that she's been using, and she picks him up and shoots to the top of the skyscraper and, like, rockets him both in the air and is like, just let it go. 
and he blows up his best friend from like his entire uh, childhood and she's uh, oh. gone oh my god <laughs> but he fucking murders her right well that's sad so he falls all the way down to like the ground he's all fucked up his mask got taken off earlier when they were fighting and his mom runs up and she's like oh what what happened? And he says the friend's name. And then he kind of like looks up. And the mom realizes that he just killed his best friend. You know? Uh, so I'm already starting to cry because old mama's there. And then everybody in the town sees that, sees who he is because they're all standing there. Yeah. They can all clearly see him, right? Yeah. Then like the news trucks pull up and this one guy just goes, hey kid, get out of here. We'll take care of them. He turns around and the news people come up and they're all like, did you see his face? And they're all like, who is he? And then, like, his mom puts the mask on him and he stands up in this super awesome silhouette. And he looks so cool back there. <sighs> and the guy goes, oh, who? That guy? That guy is our Spider-Man. Because, <laughs> like, he's like the Harlem Spider-Man, right? Yeah. That's the guy that wasn't going to put his mural up on the wall. Aww. And he's like, no, he's our Spider-Man. So the, all these people saw his face. And keep that shit to themselves and, like, hang on to it for him. That's you know? so sweet. So I'm fucking uber crying, right? Because <laughs> it made me think of the train scene from Spider-Man 2. And they all see him. Yeah. And they all just kind of, like, forget about what they saw, right? Right. Or in part one, like, people are throwing trash at the Green Goblin. All like, you gonna pick on this guy trying to save kids? You, you gotta face all of us then. And, like, when people get behind his back, it makes me feel good. That yeah. people can see that someone's making a change. And they support it, you know? Right. So that was cool. The guy puts his mural up on the wall. Everything's sweet. And then they start playing the song during the credits. Mm-hmm. Jaden Smith is the guy who wrote the song and then nice. performs it, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Because I love, you know, Will Smith and his whole family. Right. And the song made me cry because it's actually really, really good. It's like, people think I'm too young to protect the ones that I love, but I'm ready. You know, Aww. it's this really good song for Miles, right? Yeah. You get done with the credits and then there's a, there's a note that says like to the creators of Miles Morales, thanks for showing us that anyone can be under the mask, right? That's so, so I'm, beautiful. I'm crying. <laughs> and then it goes to the next one and it says to Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> and they lay out this whole thing about how his contributions to stuff will reverberate through generations to come wakanda forever and i literally just like rip off my glasses i'm just like <laughs> just fucking boohooing it up man god that whole like last 20 minutes just fucked me up yeah that sounds like a emotional roller coaster i loved it man and i was like i bet nobody else would cry at this game but of course i will <laughs> that's a really sweet dedication at the end miles is like 15 years old he's like in high school yeah and I love the idea that you can't ever be too young to make a change in the world. Right. Like, we do tell kids that they they can't do anything. You're too young. You can't do it, Nemo. You know? <laughs> yeah. But they can, if we ever gave people the chance. You know? Right. I mean, if anything, kids are the ones that are going to be better than the adults. Cause I yeah. I feel like kids have a much clearer view on the world. They're not as clouded by adult judgments you know jaded yeah. by their experiences they have just like a pure want and a will to do good i think that's why miles is always gonna make me cry he literally stands for so much stuff 
that the world is eating right now. The world is eating up Miles stuff right now. Yeah. With all these positive things in it. That you can have a black kid that can be the superhero. Who's not right. even just black. He's also Mexican. He is yeah. Puerto Rican at the same time. He has two minorities in one. <laughs> He's young. You know, it just... He, he stands for a lot of shit that no other hero does right now. And the world is really accepting it and taking it in. And I think that's what's getting me the most. That, yeah. like... People are paying attention for once. That's that's great. And it just, it was awesome. I loved it. But also, speaking of that, because we're recording this so late, I have a cool update for you. Okay. So yesterday was the Resident Evil Showcase. Oh, fuck yeah. Because Resident Evil has a new game coming out, right? Okay. And so everyone's thinking they're going to announce like some really cool stuff. The presentation was 15 minutes, and it basically said, yep, part eight's coming. And that's oh all my it god, said. Everybody <laughs> okay. hated it. Did Everybody they was show, pissed. like, any gameplay footage, or just, like, They did yes. show gameplay stuff, but, like, everybody, because, you know, they've been remastering, they did two, they, they remastered part three, so a lot of people are like, where's part four? Yeah. I'm not ready for part four. Go ahead and go back to part one and give us, like, a full trilogy, and then move on. Okay. Me. But they announced nothing else new or special, just the stuff that we knew about, right? Yeah. But then they go, oh yeah, we're going to drop a demo today. And it's only on the PlayStation 5. Oh, shit. I was like, fuck yeah, that means I can play it. (laughs) Oh, man. I I immediately download it. And in my mind, I'm just replaying. I'm just like replaying us as a group when we would play PT nonstop. (laughs) Yes. And then that Resident Evil 7 demo came out and it was like kind of a pt-esque thing and we were all eating that up and just we're loving super it super into you know? it yeah i played it like 600 times in a row yeah because i had to figure out what to do with that fucking dummy finger that goddamn finger so i was like man i gotta play this so i played it last night i can never play that in 3d surround sound is it that spooky the sound in it was so scary oh literally standing there my hairs were just standing up on my arm and stuff <laughs> I want to play it for you at some point. That sounds like... I have to figure out a way to get this to you to see in headphones. Okay. So we have to do some kind of impromptu stream of it at some point. Yeah, I would love that. the demo's like 15 minutes, 20 at at the most. I mean, it would be just a short, just like, hey guys, check the shit out. Yeah. You know? So uh, that's going to be in the works, guys. Get ready. Get ready. It was it it was cool. It's definitely way more laid back than that seven one. Like there's not as much to do. Okay, yeah, I felt like seven was almost a full game in and of itself, just because there was it was a yeah. meaty little trailer. So this demo is it's strictly to show you the visuals and show off the sounds. That's it. okay. You don't really do anything. You can't do any of the combat. You don't do anything but just walk around. All right. It's solely to show you, here's what we did with the visuals on PlayStation 5, and here's what that audio can do. And I was like, fuck you guys. You're evil. (laughs) It's so spooky. (laughs) I'm going to play it again later. (laughs) uh, Okay. Yeah, I want to play that for you guys. It was amazing. Hell yeah. That sounds like fun. But I have a question as well, because I thought about that today. Because I know that there's a lot of people that listen to this that are Resident Evil fans. Uh-huh. So I'm going to pose a question, and I want everybody to write in. 
How do you feel? I'm going to ask you, though. Kelsey. Okay. Yes. How do you feel about the new Resident Evil game? Because it's about vampires and werewolves. Wait, what? It's not about zombies. At all? I don't know, but (laughs) it's clearly about vampires and werewolves. That's kind of a departure. The three people that you meet are straight up vampires. And in the gameplay, a lot of the people trying to attack you are people that then like hulk out into a wolf and werewolf their way towards you. Like, it's about that style creature. How do you feel about that? I feel a little betrayed, perhaps. That's what I've heard. I'm kind of digging it. I mean, it's a weird direction for sure. If they can if they can do it well and do it right, I guess, then it would be an interesting take. But then just why not... could it not be Resident, you know, cuz Resident Evil is synonymous with zombie. Yeah, like you don't think Resident Evil, oh, that's my favorite vampire franchise. Like, what? <laughs> like it's it's not even like an evil creature franchise. It's just no. We're zombies. Yeah, it's zombies. Like that's it. So it is really weird, but it just looks so good. That I'm like, you can have like a one-off. It's fine. Just one. Maybe. Just one. And then go uh, back. I'm going to reserve judgment until I like see it in action, I think. Yeah. That weirds me out, though. That's super strange. Add it, I mean, yeah. Like, could could you imagine the movies, but it's not the zombies that we've come to know and love, you know? <laughs> it's just weird. That's, yeah. I, I'm curious to hear what the listeners think. We'll do a poll on Twitter, too. Yeah. All right, so we also got a listener mail, our first one in so long. I'm so excited to read this to you guys. Okay. We got a Rose Rose Thorn Bud from our good yes. friend CJ. Cool. Okay. All right, so here we go. CJ writes, okay, please don't hate me, but I'm going to do this out of order, but it will make sense, and it's over my 2020 experience. So okay. he decided to write us a Thorn Rose Rose Bud. Okay. <laughs> so... Well, just get the bad news out of the way first. That's yeah, that's, just that's the way to do it. Pull that thorn out. Here we go. CJ writes, my thorn was I was laid off from my job in February. And in my profession, I experienced some issues getting a job. Not many people see a guy with cerebral palsy as a good mechanic material, even with my education and certifications. So stress over getting a new job and the fact that my wife went into labor that night also created an uncertain future for us. Oh my God. I can't imagine losing your job the night that your wife goes into labor. Yeah. Obviously his first rose is the birth of his son. He says, I got lucky. His birthday is the day before mine and he's already my favorite without even having a conversation with him yet. I think that's so sweet. That's amazing. His baby's really cute, by the way. His name is Logan. And it's oh. just like a, a little chunk. I just want to squeeze him. <laughs> uh, he continues, my second rose is my new job. I found a shop that gave me a chance and I'm making double what I was making at my old job. Hell yeah. They, they actually care about their employees. Anything we need, we get. It feels good to be valued. That is yes. super awesome. Love that. Congratulations. Yes. Hell yes. My butt is kind of deep. I grew up a 90s kid in a tough family where men don't share their feelings or talk about issues going on physically and emotionally. I finally put that behind me and I talked to a doctor about what all is going on with me. She's confident in helping me and I'm excited to see what's going on and get it under control finally. It's been a long time coming. I want to say the show is great. Y'all help me with my Monday blues. Keep it up. Thank you so much. 100% support you on that. Hell yes. Uh, It's so important to talk (laughs) about shit. You know, I feel like that is a big thing about 90s kids. Like, for some reason, there's 
something happened <laughs> in the nineties where parents were like, su- they suppressed a lot of, uh, yeah. not, not speaking specifically about my family, just, but just like you see a lot of nineties kids that have mental illnesses or stuff that they just kind of hide because they're not used to talking about it or keeping open lines of communication. But yeah, yeah. A lot of, um, toxic masculinity, I guess, where I don't care what it is. Always be afraid to share it. I mean, I, I, I just came out here to tell you that I cried about a video game for 20 minutes straight, five <laughs> yes. separate times. I know. No joke. I legit cried. I own that shit hard. It's I totally did. Good and normal to cry and to talk about it. So yeah. Yeah. And I'm I will say you, I probably didn't or probably wouldn't have said that 10 years ago or something. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. There just came a moment where it's like, Dude, fucking had to. It was worth crying about. Right. You know? Sometimes you've got to cry. <laughs> yeah, man. Never hold that shit in. It's not not, not good. It's not good. The body fills up with the salt. Your humors get imbalanced. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you want... You don't have to have us read that shit. If you want to talk to us about some of that stuff, send us an email that says don't read, and we can just read that. And you yeah. can just share it with just us. We We would be more than happy to do that. We appreciate this so much. Yeah. This is a, a wonderful email, and I, I loved it. thank you very much, CJ, for writing in. Yes, and congratulations again. I am so happy that you got a yes. deal of a job. I know. That's that's amazing. I love it. Do you want to pluck this thorn from your buds? Let's unmask the Spider-Man. Hey, guys. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode, because we release weekly every Monday, no matter what's going on. We're just here. We're just here. That's just the way it is. So get used to it. And if you like that, if you like having us here every Monday, want us to be here for all the Mondays to come, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That really does help us out so much and keeps us in your ears forever. Hey, you know what, man? This is episode 100. Yeah. We've done 100 of these. Isn't that crazy? Every fucking Monday for the last 100 Mondays. (laughs) Think about that. 100 Mondays. That's a lot of time that you guys have spent with us. It is. That's wild. I don't know why you keep coming back. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Are you just a glutton for punishment? You just love these weird things coming in your ears? Like, what's going on here? We do appreciate you guys so much. We so appreciate you. This has been uh, 100 episodes of absolute fun and love and wonderment. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Exactly. If you want more of that good Yemtop content, you can find us and friend us on social media. We are on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, where we just streamed Firewatch for you guys. Thank you so much for joining. We were streaming it on Robert's beautiful, gorgeous PS5. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting that 1080p action. If you enjoyed that stream, uh, we would like to inform you that we are also now on Patreon, and you can find more exciting things like that some reviews some extra episodes little mini sods every single week um we call it the pre-ramble because it's something we do before we start the actual podcast it's just stuff we want to get out of the way before we actually start this so if you want that in your life you can get it for as little as two dollars a month or you can upgrade to the five dollar a month tier for our exclusive reviews um you can also email us at yemtope at gmail.com, just like CJ did. We want that listener mail, guys. Send us your rose rose thorn buds or your thorn rose rose buds or your bud rose thorn rose. Yeah. Just, just because anything. just because we're out of the year 
doesn't mean we're ready for those to stop. There's yeah. still so many more that we can get. Yeah, it doesn't have to be 2020-centric either. It can be whatever is going on in your life. If you had a, a really yeah. crazy week where you had some good stuff, some bad stuff, some hopeful stuff, let us know. And don't forget, our theme song is The Groom Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. The best theme song that we could have used for the last hundred things. Hell yes. Please check him out on YouTube and listen to all of his other awesome stuff. He does such good work out there. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. How many times is Kelsey going to scream in that Resident Evil trailer? One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Hi, puppy. You're so beautiful, puppy. Are you talking to I me? I am beautiful. Yeah, I'm talking about dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're so beautiful. <laughs>